Friend is a buddy that you love. We bring him on the show to teach us some stuff. And when the show comes to an end, if anyone asks, you must contend. Jason and Kelsey have friends. Jason and Kelsey have friends. Welcome to Jason and Kelsey have friends. I'm Jason. And I'm Kelsey. And we are two Bay Area Asians learning from our friends. That was, I always really like the intro. It's very, it, it just, it's very heartening for me. Just wanted to say that. Thank you. Literally every single time I forget how the intro goes until yeah. I start. Yeah. yeah and it, it does help because you wrote it. And then it just like flows out of me. Yeah. Like water. <laughs> yeah. But, that, but the transition to the high notes is still like terrible. It's great. I, you nail it every time. But there's always that small twinkle so in your kind. eye where I'm like, this is either going to, we're going to re-record or we're just going to move forward. We have yet to time. re-record, actually. That's true. Yeah, a little behind the scenes Not bad. for everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. How's your week been? What, any like insights? Yes, I did. Yeah. You know, I did learn something this week that seems intuitive, but is just still blows my mind a little bit. So I was talking to my sister because she has a daughter we were talking about how my mother when she was pregnant with my sister technically had the egg of my niece in my mom (laughs) like that's insane to me so the idea is just that the grandmother of a mother would have the eggs of the daughter in the grandmother, which is this crazy Russian doll situation, because you don't add eggs once you're... Yes. Right? Like, you knew this, I'm assuming. Yes, yes, But yes. when you think about it, it's insane. It's that whole continuity <laughs> of history. It's very... I don't know. If you really think that about it... That is really interesting, yeah. The, the fact that... that Yes, I just it it just shocked me that that's possible. Yeah, that's okay. Like two cool. generations away. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm trying to think of like if there's any other examples of that. The the only other thing that I I thought was funny because I was thinking about this as well is if my uh, my wife who was pregnant with my son at the time went swimming, my son would be in a human submarine. Wait, what? Think about it, because he's like immersed in a. Oh, I see. You get that, yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah. she is like the the vessel in which it. he can just travel, which is kind of crazy, right? I guess, sure. <laughs> this is this if, is. Cl- I'm if very your much- wife went flying, he would be went flying. Yeah, oh yeah. If she went flying, he would be in a human blimp inside of so, a plane. So you're, yeah. Well, <laughs> like, ki- well, yes, I guess. There's a my, lot of like. Well, my right? wife's not doing the wife- flying, right? She's doing the swimming, the propelling, if it were. Okay, sure. Yeah. Gotcha. Check and mate. Yeah, you done. did it. You did and it. Done. Yeah, I okay. did it. Wow. Yeah. Things inside of things. Yes. Things yeah. inside. Forever this, interesting. You, yes. The Russian doll. Why do you think Russian dolls are so popular? Are they very popular? They're very popular in Russia. <laughs> are they? Very popular. Anyway, so yeah, that's what I learned this week. Anyway, yeah, how yeah. about you? What did you learn this week? So I, I learned something about teeth. Oh, that's perfect. My wife yeah. is a dentist. <laughs> so I learned um, that cavities are technically a like infectious disease. Explain, please. So cavities are caused by bacteria. Yes. And babies aren't born with that bacteria in their mouths. Oh, interesting. Or in their bodies. And they 
get the disease through usually it's through contact with like their parents so really you share food or you share like a utensil or something really or you swap spit yeah oh that's interesting so basically if a baby or if a child has cavities most likely they got it from their parents like the bacteria that does the bacteria oh that's interesting and if a child makes it past like five or six years old without any cavities most likely they will have a lifetime of no cavities oh, because their bodies or their immune system is like strong enough to like deal with that. Interesting. My son yeah. is screwed because I have a ton of cavities and I have <laughs> and definitely shared food with son all day. I mean, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, I love my son. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's actually very interesting because my wife always told me that there are certain elements that all cavities need to develop. So there's the bacteria, you need sugar, you need a place for it to grow, which is obviously like your teeth and your enamel, mm-hmm. and time. Mm-hmm. If you lack any of those four things, then you you, you won't have a cavity. Mm-hmm. So, like, are you saying there you're go. never going to share food with your kid then? Yeah, I think that's the right thing to do with this information. Maybe you should just yeah. not feed them because if they don't have food, they can't get cavities. Mm-hmm. You're... you're... <laughs> You've always been very smart. Listen, yeah. this is why I, this is why of all the passion I've had to be a dentist, I am not a dentist. Yeah, you've you've thought about it long and hard. I thought that about it enough to know that I would definitely not be good at this. <laughs> but yeah, that that's actually fascinating. I'm actually going to go home and ask Kelly that. I didn't really infectious. I didn't realize yeah, it's yeah, yeah. an infectious disease. And I think it's probably like the most prevalent infectious disease, right? Because so many people everyone have gets cavities. cavities. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's true. Yeah. Do you have do you get cavities pretty often or no? Not anymore. But when I was a kid, yeah, definitely. I I got I got a cavity like Are a you couple serious? months ago. I swear, yeah. I didn't realize adults got cavities. That's yeah, like that's kind do. of embarrassing. So I got a cavity. <laughs> wow. Uh first of all, shaming. Not cool. Um Kelly was saying that sometimes cavities aren't triggered by like something that you've done in the last couple months. Like it could have been something very small that happened when you were like 19, but because of time, like the time thing, right? Oh, I see. I see. It's just one of those things where there's kernels of things. And then if you give it enough time and it's been long enough, the cavity will probably form. It also depends on the extremity of the cavity itself. So Mm -hmm. it's like, if it's obviously a gaping hole, then yes, Mm -hmm. you need to get that filled. Mm -hmm. But some dentists can make judgment calls to be like, this is actually going to get worse unless Mm -hmm. we fix it now. Wait, is your, is your wife your dentist? Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Is that weird at all or? Not really. I mean, what Uh, do I have to hide? No, I just feel like maybe like your cavity like wasn't that serious, but she just like wanted to fill it to to get the money from you. No, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Because it's, yeah, yeah, she's she's really, you're really cutting off that that, that financial might that I'm going to have by taking the money that I make and then putting it right back into her pocket, which is technically my pocket. Yes. Nice. (laughs) That's lovely. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mines were blown this week, I think. Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> Dude, Russian doll. Yeah, exactly. All right, so speaking of um, mines being blown. Nice. Yeah, right? I Is like this that. good? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Smooth, <laughs> like butter, like that sweet, sweet BTS song, Butter. Yeah, I want to I welcome to the podcast. This, this guy's a mind blower for sure. Uh, he is a bioengineer with an emphasis in tissue engineering from UC Berkeley. And now a program associate at the Gordon and Betty Moore Foundation, where he is most known for assisting with the full life cycle of grant development and management for the science program. One of the Bay Area's premier youth cellists. He has a dog named Lily, and he almost took a piece I wrote to States, if not for 
judging corruption of the highest degree. Not to be confused with the guy from Entourage, it's Lloyd Lee! Oh, yeah! Hi, Lloyd. (laughs) Hi. Hey. How's it going? It's going great. One of my favorite things to do, especially since we're able to do this live now, is to watch the grimaces of people as we make our awesome jokes. (laughs) Yeah. It's really nice. Lloyd, your thoughts. Lloyd didn't break once. Well, first of all, I should have hired a PR firm to scrub the website, the Gordon Bay (laughs) (laughs) website before this. Does it say you're one of the premier youth cellists on the Gordon website? I don't know. I think that was ad lib, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's certainly true. Yeah, because it's true. Um, It's interesting because I want to say things. I want to add my color commentary when you guys are talking, but I can't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should just let the guests say something. Yeah. Let sure. them chime That's in if you, okay. if you really yeah. can't. The cavity yeah. thing is interesting. So Crystal, my girlfriend, and she used to never get cavities, mm. but she just went to Taiwan and the dental work is super cheap there. So she got like a dental visit and yeah. she had like four cavities. What? I'm telling you. it's, it's So it's probably me, right? No. Because I used to get a lot of cavities when I was a kid. Oh, and she maybe. she never got cavities. So now I'm thinking like I have ruined her mouth. <laughs> Wait, that that does make sense, right? I guess it does, but I don't like Because the... it's a whole childhood of no cavities, and t- I think typically, like, that's when you're supposed to get most of your cavities, because oh, your teeth aren't, like, yeah. I strong, just don't like the phrasing of it. it was, yeah. The phrasing of it was... What? Sorry. Was not ideal. What? That, that he, I've ruined her mouth? That I've ruined her mouth? <laughs> with cavities? God. It's also probably the diet That didn't thing. even phase me. Yeah. Well, I was also going to say that if she's going to Taiwan, maybe they're, like... Maybe the standards are different. Yeah, maybe it's a different standard. Whereas in the U.S., they're like, this is something that we can just like hold off. Or we, if there's like mitigating things that you can do. Oh, to you don't like think it's like a global standard for what a cavity is? Like, no, there is, I, but I'm saying there's like a degree I'm sure, in oh, which I'm sure there's do room, action. Yeah. even from like dentist to dentist. I'm yeah, sure. I assume. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're all experts here. No, we're. I mean, listen. I'm, I'm sorry. Which one of you is married to a dentist? <laughs> oh, wait. Go ahead. Raise your hand. Let me count. Let me count. Okay, cool. So just just one, just one. Yeah, because being married to one is meaningful. I mean, basically, yeah. <laughs> Knew about that Ford thing about the cavity thing. It sounded pretty cool, right? I no, mean, that it, was that all, was impressive. Like she she did teach you well. Not really. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, so Lloyd, do you? St- I actually don't know this. The answer to this question: Do you still cello? I do not. So I actually haven't played cello in probably close to a decade. Yeah, and it's a huge loss. It's a huge loss. Like, I, I actually wanted to get back into it. So I've been, like, searching for uh, an electric cello. There are electric cellos? Yeah. This is a very mm, silly yeah. question, but really? Yeah, they're electric cellos. And, you know, for, you know, like, one to two grand, which is a lot of money, but compared to, like, the w- real wooden instrument equivalent, it's, uh-huh. like, not that much, you know. Oh, interesting. Um, how much is a wooden yeah, cello how much cost? Is a- Anywhere from, you know, 500 bucks to, like, I think some of the people that we, when we were in the orchestra, like, their cellos are worth, like, 20 30 grand were they like stradivarius cellos did he do he did do cellos yeah so my cello during when i was growing up was like a copy of a strad it said it in there it's like a strad copy nice yeah that's awesome you even wait did you did you play with on a strad on a cello like that expensive never so my cello was like roughly 10k i would say which is pretty expensive which is expensive no of course yeah yeah. yeah. it's like it's crazy but you so basically you played with a handicap and yeah, you, and you yeah. still were at like I, the top of the game. I could have like, made it impressive. to the top if <laughs> it, I only I had a million dollar cello. You're held back by the cello. Yeah. it's amazing because I can tell you guys actually did this because you called it Strad. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I wish I had said that. Now I wish I could go back and be like, yeah, like didn't Strad make cellos? <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know if you would call the guy Strad. I think you'd call the product. I mean, if, yeah. I, if yeah, I was yeah, yeah. if I was friendly enough with him, I think I would call him hey, Strad. Strad. Yeah, what's up, Strad? It's like <laughs> it's, it's like, like Brad and Brad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I haven't played cello in probably close to a, a decade, and it's something I miss. I do want to play yeah. it for fun, but I think growing up, like it was like a chore it was like an extracurricular activity right and so like i had to sit down and play cello every day for like an hour to three hours a day so like that childhood trauma took a long time to wash away to the point where i play for fun but now it's not yeah it feels the the joy is what remains now do you feel you were burdened with the talent that you have for cello no it was because i was bad that i had to practice (laughs) more to become as good as other people Wait, were you self-motivated to like... No. To, oh. You should have seen my... <laughs> no. Wow. That was a very fast no. Yeah, you should have seen my household growing up. Like, I was like forced to play cello. It's like, you know, seven o'clock, you know, people have dinner yeah, as yeah, kids. Yeah. It's like, Lloyd, it's cello time. Wow. You oh, didn't get wow. dinner until you did the cello <laughs> time? That's that amazing. Yeah. yeah. In the interest of Father's Day, I'm not going to like throw my parents under the bus. But what I will say is that, you know, it's like, I'm like, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. Like, did you play cello? And they're like, I know you didn't because I didn't hear the noise coming yeah, yeah, out, you yeah, know? Yeah. You, you can't you fake can't, that one. Did you ever try yeah. to goose it where you would, you know, play a CD of you practicing and then just play it over and over again? I was not that smart. Oh, that would have been genius. You could like climb out the window of your Yeah. So you house. wait, you said an hour to three hours a day. Yeah. So there were days where you practiced by yourself for three hours or that was like... Rehearsal. So it was like on and off. Like when I was when I was younger, my mom would sit with me for an wow. hour to three hours a day. Wow! Like just you know, wow. like turning pages, like telling me stuff that she learned during. Like I feel like she could have played cello if she wanted to, with how much like she was learning during my private lessons. So your parents mm. weren't like musicians, not at all. Wow! They yeah. just really wanted it for you. They're just like motivated, right? And yeah, I think, yeah. Well, like, isn't there like a tie between people who play like a musical instrument and, and their success? I'm sure there's some study that. Oh yeah, yeah. I can, I can see that. I don't I know. Mean, I don't know what the. Yeah. You think the you facts become are. a program associate at Betty and Gordon Moore Foundation <laughs> without playing the cello? Yeah, without yeah, playing no the cello. I don't yeah, know. they got a full well, orchestra. Yeah, they don't, I mean, they don't ask that <laughs> yeah. because it's assumed that you did. She just picked up the tambourine. It would have been. She would have been easier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. much ask shorter Jason practice. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny is exactly. that Strad did not make that many tambourines. Yeah, yeah. That market was saturated. Yeah. Man. So, so Lloyd, we are talking a lot about. I actually do want to talk about the uh, corruption scandal that Jason mentioned. Oh, but I knew that was that yeah. would entice I don't, you. I don't know. I, knew that would I don't want to get you. too because we did just spend a lot of time talking about cello, which is the topic that we did not bring Lloyd on to talk about. But yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe briefly, what happened there? <laughs> so, I did speech and debate in high school, another extracurricular activity. And so, my senior year, I was part of the speech like program right but Mm -hmm. i had not done anything that year and i had to prepare a piece i did humorous interpretation which is like you take a 10 minute segment of you know any kind of written and published piece of work and you have to like make it your own right and you have to perform it like endless number of times and i had nothing so (laughs) i had remember the previous year that jason had written his own original approach Pros and pros, OPP. That's OPP, what it's called. Yeah, yeah. So he had written his piece about girls, called literally called girls, and he had performed it and made it to state. Yeah. And so I, I think I called him and I was like, "Hey, didn't you tell me you published this piece?" And he was like, "Yes." So I was like, "Give it to me." <laughs> and I like, I think I found it on the website where you had published it. You could purchase it for like fifteen bucks, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just didn't want to pay that fifteen bucks. I was like, "Can you just send me an advance <laughs> <Yeah>. copy?" <laughs> And so, like, I took this piece and it was like perfect because his OPP is also ten minutes. So right. it was like cut and it was perfect already as was. And so, yeah, like, yeah. I learned it overnight <laughs> and I took it to like a local competition 
and I got third or something. So yeah, I was like, amazing. oh, there's just something here, you know? Yeah. And so I performed it on like the circuit, like, you know, once a month, twice a month to be, you know, tournaments. Yeah, yeah. And finally, like in April, uh, there's state qualifiers. So like a bunch of teams or a bunch of schools come together and they have like a state qualifier so that you can make it to state. Yeah. Um, and so I performed this piece called Girls at, at state and I made it to finals. And... That was probably the best performance of speech and debate I've ever had. Like, you know, you kind of like yeah. command the room. Like yeah, people yeah, yeah. are laughing. It's HI. So like a good barometer is how many people are laughing. Yeah. You know, like I literally had the whole room like wrapped around my thumb. Like I, I've never yeah. had that feel. It's probably the greatest moment of my life <laughs> in speech and debate. Yeah. And so like the scores you get from one to six, one being the best and six being the lowest. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, I think there's like six or seven or eight people performing. It's like um, golf scoring. Like golf scoring. So you want a low score. And so I ended up getting like third or fourth. And I think only the top two advanced. Yeah. And so like later on, I was like, my, my teacher, Ms. Prefontaine was like, I don't know how you didn't advance. Like, I don't know how you got the scores and what you did because your scores were like one, 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 six, six. So like I had possible (laughs) like mathematically you had to have gone for. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was just strange that like four people thought that my piece was was the the best best. in the room. And then two people decided you were that I was like literally the worst (laughs) person ever. Oh, wait, but that happens a lot. I I would say sometimes that level of disparity. I, I, there were a couple cards that I got that were very like, it was ones and like fives. I was like, okay, well, Honestly, it's just it's just a representation of the differences of judges. What no, they like. No, 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 no. I don't know. I feel like HI is like, yeah, it, it is based on the room. Like yeah. the judge has to like take that into consideration, right? Yeah. Like I feel like there's gotta there's gonna end up being like a bit less variance. There. Yeah, but I mean, there isn't like a huge judging criteria that all the parents who got involuntarily signed up to judge a speech and debate tournament <laughs> well, uh, because the judges are just parents and they're not like trained or whatever is it possible that they thought six was the best that's possible i mean that yeah but or they're maybe, judging maybe finals. one so of those two people you thought had, six was you the best. had judged rounds previously so this was not Ooh, your first true. go that is yeah, yeah yeah you know so. and it's a final it's a finals too a finals. so you can't know that by now but that's just i that, think the paper says like you man. rank them and so that's collusion I, I don't know. They knew the performers. They oh, knew. I I, they, yeah. they must have known some performers. And they tried ah. to just like, like, this guy killed it. I have to like knock him down. I see. I'm Even though maybe I thought he was a two or a three, yeah. I'm going to give him a six. I so see. that like my friends, my coworkers, like child can like get uh, a better shot. Okay. Yeah, so, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. So, so when you say look, this is. When I perform the piece, ones and twos, I don't think I've ever saw a number like bigger than a three. Yeah. That's a hard, <laughs> hard flex. <laughs> Hard, also, also, hard com- flex. also a complete lie. Hard, <laughs> hard flex. I almost there's made no you. way that's true. Yeah, I was, yeah, your eyes. I was like, there's some lies behind those eyes. So I guess what I first of all, I regret asking you about this controversy because honestly, this controversy sounds like there were just two scorecards that you guys didn't like. So. Yeah, I'm just still yeah. bitter. I hold, I hold, I've held this uh, anger in for you know 17 years or whatever in my life. That's awesome. I'm not less than 17. I'm not that old. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm just upset because yeah, I wanted you to take that. That piece. I to wanted states. to go to the States, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. That would have been so cool, You're right? Because like that piece would have been in States twice in a row. You'd be like the doting father. Yeah. And yes. I've heard rumors that that yeah. piece is still circulating. Like, I don't, I'm not involved in the speech and debate scene anymore, but I kept up with some of the people that I knew um, in the speech program about when I went to college and they were still in high school. Yeah, yeah. And I'd heard, like, girls was still, someone had gotten a hold of girls and was circulating nice. it. In later years, so it's like That's you know awesome. you're you you live in you live on in speech and debate and forever. Hey, Jason, I have a legacy. Yeah. Do you have passive wow. income from the publication rights for girls? No, I, I'm pretty sure that publisher um, 
lost my email address. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever so, get any money for it? No, but I was I was supposed to. Yeah, some some royalties. Okay. Yeah, I feel like you got a case here. That's pretty solid. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna cause a kerfuffle over like twelve dollars. <laughs> Well, yeah, but but I mean, I did it just so that you know maybe somebody could run with it. it not not obviously to <laughs> make look, any money. Look from how it, selfish so. you are. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm yeah. truly a great man. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. saved my senior year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every- <laughs> that's like so, I literally wrote in like the blocking, like what you're supposed to do, like what sound effects, and like yeah, the yeah, it's, are incredible. it's all like in there. <laughs> so there's like. It's just plug and play. Yeah. yeah. It was literally 10 minutes long. Yeah. People are taking excerpts timed. of like, you know, Wicked, which yeah, is like movies, three hours yeah, long yeah. and you they condense it to 10 minutes. <laughs> I had to take like 10 minutes and condense it to yeah. 10 minutes. It was incredible. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to get into why we brought Lloyd onto the podcast in the first place. Lloyd, what are you going to teach us today? Uh, so I think I'm going to talk about rock climbing. Ooh. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So Lloyd is an expert rock climber. He's been doing it for like 12 years now. Since on and off since 2007. Yeah. And it's almost 14 years. 14 years. Yeah. And like, I I don't know. I I obviously don't know much about rock climbing. I I did watch Free Solo. Nice. Um, So, so there's that. Is there like a, a data point or like something you could say that just like proves to the rock climbers out there that you know what's up um sure i'm 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 primarily a boulder which is uh, a discipline of rock climbing um where it's like involves no ropes and so you're climbing like shorter things so Mm that when you fall like you fall into these bouldering pads and so that that's there's a grading scale so usually goes from v0 which is the easiest or vb and then goes all the way someone just did like a v17 um recently a few months back um, so, I mean, the benchmark used to be the hardest grade in like the world back in like probably the seventies or eighties was V10. And so that's kind of like the benchmark grade, what people call, uh, at least in the U S. And so I've climbed a handful of tens, like I've done at least a dozen now. So, oh, wow. Um, is there, a, <laughs> is there like a certification process? Cause I know you need to be, yeah, it's called Instagram. So, oh, okay. yeah, cool. it's what people call like uncut footy. So it's just like a video, uh, uh, it's like video evidence of you climbing it from start to finish. Oh, um, interesting. With no cuts or whatever. Oh, so that's okay. kind of like it's like the self like certification process. Wait, so you've okay, so you've climbed like the V ten V tens, right? That's like I've climbed the a standard. Couple. That's like, like the, yeah, that's there's the easy thing. ones, there's hard ones. Um so I've been like I've been in climbing for a long time now. So like I'm I'm pretty well versed in the sport. Uh, I'm like trying to get more into like other things like rope climbing. Um, oh, interesting. So like there's a completely different grading system there. So I'm gonna go try some hard stuff this year and and see where what I can do. But I've been primarily being I've been a boulder for like the past you know ten years. Who sets the grading wow. system? Like, is it just a bunch of boulders that come together and say this is a ten versus a seven? Or exactly. So it's just like you know, there's a first ascensionist. It's called an FA, and so people will just find these things. They call them lines, right? So it's a a rock, and you're trying to find like the hardest way to get up it. And so once you climb it, it's like here's my resume of what I've climbed. And like, this is how hard I think it is. So they'll just give it a grade and then other people will go and climb it. And then they'll like agree on a grade. But it's, it's completely like voluntary, right? It's right. Like, it okay. can be anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's why you said like there's some V10s that are easy and then exactly. some that are harder. Right. How did you wow. get into it to, yeah. to start with? I um, feel like you got into it before like rock climbing became a thing. Like, I feel like everybody rock climbs now. It's a huge thing now. Yeah. But, yeah. Huge. So I started between 
my senior year of high school and, and freshman year of college, I went to a gym out in, in San Jose called Touchstone. So they're, they're a big conglomerate. There's two big ones, I think, in the in California. Touchstone, they have like 20 gyms open now. And then like Planet Granite, where yeah, I've been wow, going. 20, but they yeah. just, they're a big, huge holding company now called El Cap Holdings. And so they own like 30 or 40 gyms yeah. all across the U.S. Yep. Um, but I went to a Touchstone gym during my, you know, during summer. And I was terrible at it. But like it was something that I was kind of like excited about doing. And so I did it for like two months, then went to college. And then there's a gym there called Ironworks. It's also a touchstone gym. And so I kind of started going by myself and then I got obsessed, like by myself pretty much. Like I was like, I was like literally taking the bus like four or five days a week. The 49, I hated it. It was like 40 minute bus ride and it only came like once an hour. So if I missed it, I was screwed. So I was going like to the gym by myself, like four to five times a week. Wow. And I got like super obsessed with it. Um, and yeah, like uh, climbing was already popular back then, but like, yeah, it's like nothing like it is now where I would have to force my friends to go try it. And then I've had friends who now who were like, Oh, I'm going to the climbing gym for fun, like socially, like twice a week. So what about it makes it so enticing? It's a good question. I I think like for personally, for me, like I think climbing, it's not really a sport. It's more of kind of like a lifestyle. Like there's like a barrier to entry to it. Like anyone can go out and climb, right? Just like running, like you can go out and be a jogger or whatever right but like if you want to run marathons you have to have like dedicated training plans climbing is kind of similar in which like in order to climb hard stuff or like go to places you need to like commit time and effort right so like you're going to the gym like three four five times a week you're training you're like watching your diet and then like you got to go drive places like so like when i was like really deep into it like me and my friends were like driving out to like yosemite to tahoe to bishop california which is like six hours away like you're going there at like weekend trips like you're driving six hours you climb for a day you drive six hours back and so like it becomes like kind of this lifestyle where you're like always doing it and like you're seeing progress you're not seeing progress like when you do something that you've been working on for a while like it's pretty exciting right so like it becomes like this like activity that kind of encompasses your whole life and you get addicted so to speak wow interesting wait so summer uh, after high school yeah 2007 that first time did you go with somebody or you just like i i'm gonna go walk into this place i went with a couple friends and i think none of them climb anymore oh okay yeah but so some like, of them happened to just like have yeah they were just like hey do you want to go try, try it try yeah it? Oh, wow. and i was terrible like i am the exact opposite of like a good build for climbing i'm short i'm like not that skinny and so you're supposed to be like like lanky or something yeah just like being having the bot the the strength to weight ratio as they call it is probably the most important thing about climbing hard um oh. so you want to be light and like you, you want to be taller because you know if so you can reach stuff. Yeah, so you can reach stuff. And I'm not that. So what, what's oh, the strength to weight ratio? Is there like a num- is that like a number or is it? So it's usually <laughs> uh, you usually think about it in terms of finger strength. Mm. I we can talk about that later. But yeah. you know, people hangboard to get strong fingers, and literally it is just hanging off a measured piece of wood. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like how much you can weigh like. How much weight you can yeah? How much, how much weight, weight you can, you can yeah withstand? Oh, wow. So it's like your body weight plus a certain percentage. People put a ton of weights on their body. Oh my God. So like it's a function of like you know if you're 150 percent of your body weight. Um, oh my gosh! Then that. like you can probably climb this grade. So there's wow. like it's yeah there's a big science to it now and people are publishing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This so. is this so this is interesting because you had a instrument handicap when you were playing cello and you yet you were still at the top of your game and you're telling me that your body which is your instrument in climbing is like there is like a bit of a handicap but you're still at the top of the game 
Exactly. Do wow. you feel burdened you've by just, your talent in, ca- yeah. in climbing? You are just overcoming like obstacle after obstacle. So if my body was not a copy of a Strad, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have a lot more sponsored gear on. Yeah, it. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But yeah, wow, I mean the parallels. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like when people talk about rock climbing. It's it's a very social sport which we can get into, but it's also uh-huh. like a it's a like no when you're climbing it's like you're the only one on the wall. So mm-hmm. it's like in basketball, like you can be part of a winning team or whatever. But it, for the most part in climbing, it's like it's your own personal pursuit of whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah. So like you know what, what you think is cool might not be the same as someone else, but you you'll, you'll derive the same amount of feelings from success, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I think in that regard, like I saw a lot of success and like things that I was like, oh, I'm too short to do this. And like two months later, I would suddenly be able to do something that felt good, you know? Mm. And it's like kind of like instruments, like whereas I was forced to play cello at times and yeah. I loved it. Like climbing, I no one forced me to do anything. I just wake up and I go to class and I'd be like, yeah, I want to go climbing today. So, and that it was freeing in college where I was like, first time I had the this illusion of choice where I get to go and, and, and go rock climb by myself, uh, so, which I, I think see, made I it really appealing for me. Okay. Yeah. Were you physically active before you started rock climbing? Yes. I mean, I, I would always done sports growing up. Okay. Yeah. What are the differences between training for rock climbing versus all the traditional sports that you did? Because I imagine things like finger strength are very specific to rock climbing whilst running is probably less relevant for rock right. climbing. So training and climbing has become like a huge like cult thing. It's like there's a lot of research, a lot of money going into it now, surprisingly. Interesting. Is, uh-huh. um, but like traditionally it was, you know, the the strength to weight ratio was a huge thing um and particularly finger strength right so like if you don't have the prerequisite finger strength to hold something like you're never gonna be able to do it It doesn't matter like how many like pull-ups you can do or like what what else you can do right so like finger strength is like probably the most important thing and so like there's entire science built on hangboarding which is the idea is like you're slowly increasing the amount of weight you can hold on like a wooden plank and so like there's there's different things like you can look at like minimum edge so it's like how thin of a thing so like people are holding uh, on like six millimeter edges oh versus God. like holding on like an 18 millimeter <laughs> edge but they're adding a ton more weight and then there's like how much time under tension should i put on it like how often should i be doing it so like there's all these crazy different things that yeah. like and it's all new like no one's like published any papers whereas like i think if you look at deadlifting probably there's a ton of research yeah. on deadlifting mm-hmm. right so people are just like mm-hmm. anecdotally mm-hmm. saying like oh i you know i started holding on this this wooden plank and I'm like super strong now. And then everyone tries it for a month and oh, then that's cool. someone's like, Oh no, I ruptured my pulley. I'm screwed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but nowadays people are like incorporating more traditional, like weightlifting yeah. stuff as well. So, Cause they're like, okay, you need an overall strong body to be kind yeah, of like right. a well-rounded rock climber or whatever. So what is your yeah. typical routine? Like if I wanted to become a boulderer, uh-huh. what would I do? Like, what would you recommend I would do? I mean, as an intro, as a, Beginner, I would say just to climb. That's oh. like the biggest thing. It's like learning technique and doing it well is will overcome any like strength gaps you have. And then once you finally climb and then you feel like I can't do this because I'm not strong enough, then you can kind of start looking at, you know, what to what supplementary exercise mm-hmm. you would do. But I mean, like for me, like my body, like I grew up doing a lot of like strength training exercises and mm-hmm. stuff. I ran track. I did like fencing and stuff. And so like um, that's right you did fencing yeah i fenced for like six years dude you yeah. are the king of yeah. of you know let's call it the non-big four sports <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh yeah well i'm five three so you, when you're five three you gotta that's find true. other things to get an edge it's like 
other is, sports. Is being short, like an advantage fencing. I would argue reach. that's probably a disadvantage <laughs> yeah. in most sports, but that's just me. Yeah. I didn't really do that. Yeah, but I for five years I probably like I've tried every like hangboarding type that you can yeah. that you can kind of and I was on Reddit like there's a there's a subreddit like climb harder which is just a bunch of nerds who go <laughs> yeah. and figure out how to climb harder like all the ways you can climb harder without actually climbing and so you'll just see people yeah. like hanging on you yeah know, they'll just be hanging doing <laughs> no, more pull ups you know but that's why I'm asking about yeah. all of these like exercises because that's become really popular at least I've seen videos of folks just with those hangboards and mm-hmm. just these yeah. things that look like there's no physical way that someone can actually yeah, grip yeah, yeah. it, they'll just grip it and it'll be a 10 minute video of them just, just hanging it. out and just yeah. talking and just hanging on this just board Spider-Man. and it yeah. looks just effortless. And I'm like, how, how do I do that? Yeah. You Are you doing keep... that? I was able to, but I have a lot of finger injuries. Oh yeah. So I, I, I trained a hard for a few years and I just racked up a ton of finger injuries so nowadays I just kind of take it easy. What's a finger injury? Like what? Um, so, I mean, it's pretty particular to climbing, but I mean, like if you look at your hand, I don't know too much about the anatomy, but there's not actually in your fingers, there's not that many muscles. It's all comprised of like, uh, tendons, tendons and ligaments. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Right. So there's these like basically circles. Like, so if you, if you have, if you know, like a fishing rod, you know, like the line goes through these eyelets, right? There's a rod mm-hmm. and it connects to these eyelets, these yeah, little yeah. circles. Right. So these eyelets are like the pulleys, right? That are basically keep like the, the big, the big tendon, like in place throughout your entire arm. Right? Uh-huh. So in climbing, so when you have really small holes, like you'll, I'm, you can't see it, but like I'm gripping the hand here, right? So like the, the finger motion, the, the anatomy of the finger changes here. So you can, you can basically tear through the eyelets. Oh. They're, called, pull, they're called A2 pulleys. And, or there's five of them, but like most, mostly it's in the base of the finger. It's the A2 pulley. Uh-huh. So those things will like tear up. They'll Ugh. literally rupture. So those things will, will that will that heal? Naturally? Yeah, so they heal. They heal over time. If it's a complete rupture, it could take a year. You can need might need surgery. But for most people, like most people say, like if you don't have like these one of these ruptures, then you're not like a real rock climber. <laughs> you're like, climbing hard enough wow. or whatever, right? What yeah. does that yeah. feel like to it's rupture horrible. that? What, what does it feel like if you could? Describe it's it? just extreme pain, but th- it doesn't bother you until you start climbing because you literally don't use That's it. That's true. I'm not really you're cli- yeah. pressing yeah. really something. hard oh, on something. Yeah, yeah so if you like put your finger on the table like this, like literally it'll be just shooting pain. Oh, wow. So you can't do anything. And is the only way to heal it just time or is it? Uh, yeah. First they said, you know, resting for nine months, but now it's just like literally after the inflammation goes down, you can start doing really reduced weights. Oh, <laughs> you know? So nice. you'll, you'll, there's a lot of people researching on the upper end of like how strong they can be. There's a lot of people who have injured fingers and they're like holding like two or three pounds you know, like, wow. every day, you know, they're like this on my comeback season or whatever. That's hardcore. Wow. So, I mean, I imagine being out for like nine months is like probably pretty yeah. de- depressing. Yeah. But yeah. then you get to write like an in, like an inspirational Instagram post when you do come when you back. Do climb. You know, last year I tore my pulley. This year I came back for revenge, you know. Yeah. So it's like a feel good story. I feel like Instagram is really important in this field. Yeah, it's very it's important. It's a big part of it. Yeah, I think climbing out of all the things I've done, I've seen like a huge boon in terms of the popularity of the sport because of like things like Instagram and, and Facebook and YouTube. Uh, where people sure. post well, it their is videos, a pretty like, like visual yeah. like, sport and it's like Picturesque, so you're yeah. out in nature. Yeah, and I'm sure sense. the like the we were talking about free solo, but I'm sure that was a huge boon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely yeah. think. Well, so a lot of people solo. Um, a lot of people who have soloed are now dead. So it's like inherently quite dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, but the sheer scale of what Alex did in that, or what he continues to do, really, 
Yeah. Because he's done harder stuff. Since? Is there a harder time uh, than El Just Cap like he's then? done physically harder things. He's soloed physically harder things than El Cap. Oh, wow. El Cap is just like like the ultimate achievement because it's so iconic in terms of rock climbing. Yeah. Oh. Um, but I think a lot of it for him is actually uh, not super bad. He's done the he's done the route probably over 100 times. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and so like for him, it's like just a mental thing, right? Yeah. And again, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, again, it's that the mental thing is a huge thing. Uh, but he's he's climbed harder stuff in like on less protected things. So El Cap is a lot of series of, a lot of Yosemite climbing is crack climbing. Uh-huh. So like once you're getting in these cracks, and he's a, an amazing cl- crack climber, probably one of the best, right? Mm-hmm. So like once you're in a crack, like it's hard to fall. You know, like right. you're you're really situated in there. So you're like the right wedged movie. in. With yeah, you. but like a lot of other rock climbing is like you're holding on these tiny holes, and like literally, like you know, I'll be having a good day in the gym. I feel really strong, and then my hand will just pop off, right? Uh-huh. So oh like, God. I just because of friction, just because like you know, yeah, yeah. just you're something happens. Wrong, yeah, yeah, you're holding it wrong. Yeah, get yeah. something wrong. So I mean, I don't know. <laughs> just what he did is is the craziest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if it'll get done again. What is harder, yeah. like when when you're evaluating difficulty, like what would be harder than climbing El Capitan? Um. So I mean that we that's a pretty long discussion. So like different, there's different types of climbing, right? So there's bouldering. Um, there's like more traditional rope climbing, what you'd see in like yeah. a movie. Right. Right. But like for, for El Cap, it's like a multi-pitch climb. So it's like pitches of climbs are maybe like anywhere. So it's, it's determined by the length of your rope, right? So you have like a 70 or 80 meter rope. So you can climb like half that. So do you like, you do like 50 to hundred feet foot pitches. So it's like, because El Cap's like two to 3000 feet tall, you're doing like 20 something pitches to get to the top. Oh, wow. Right. So that's like, that difficulty is different. Cause you're, you're climbing stacked on top, climbing like pretty much over the course yeah, of yeah, yeah. you know hours or days versus right. like a sport climbing route you're on it for like five minutes or boulder you can do uh, it in a minute right but they're all different uh, right so i don't know the difficulty yeah. things are pretty weird is speed something that you also care about when you're doing bouldering or is it just mostly about completing the route um speed uh, well there's a discipline of climbing called speed that's in the olympics now yeah i've seen that that looks yeah. amazing yeah it's crazy um, but I mean, generally like for bouldering, it's like the longer you are on the rock, like the weaker you're going to get. So like, you're trying to do it as fast and efficiently as possible. Oh, okay. So, but you're not like, because you did it in a minute versus 30 seconds, no one's going to give you like a gold star. Extra. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow. Why did you pick bouldering? Cause there's so many different types. Yeah. It was just easier. Like when I was going alone, like you can just kind of boulder by yourself. Versus, uh, you know, when you go rope climbing, you need a partner. Right. You got to ask for a partner and it's just like easier. That's so interesting that like you, you went by yourself four to five times a week and it's not like you were meeting people there. Like there would be times where you were just like literally just climbing by yourself and then you would just leave. Yeah. Like I can't even eat a meal by myself. (laughs) Like the the solitary pursuit, the solitude of it all is... That's a that's a different problem that you have altogether. It's a problem yeah, that yeah. I have. Yes, I, <laughs> I know. But like, that's like I don't know. Have you never found that thing? Because I kind of get what you're saying. Like, if you find something that you really catch on to, you will do whatever you want to do to do it. Like, I I got I kind of got into boxing that way too. Like, I used to. No one was prompting me to go, but I would pay and I would just go to classes and I would drive. Like, sometimes I would drive upwards to like 40, 50 minutes to this obscure boxing gym, train there for an hour, and then come back. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. No. I no never. <laughs> I've never been that like motivated. I don't think. Oh, so but all your- or, or like by by an activity that in that I'll do it by myself. Like yeah. I'm very motivated by I guess just spending time with people. So yeah. so having other people there is 
pretty, oh, like the social important. aspect of it. And you can get yeah. that with bouldering. So like, yeah. Yeah. I would say that you know, ninety to ninety-five percent of the people I hang out with are all rock climbers now. Uh huh. So because like, you think they're better than normal people? No, just because of the time spent with them. Oh, okay. Right? Cool. It's like everything's like a function <laughs> time. Is it because they are better than normal people? Yeah, probably. Oh, okay. Jason doesn't climb, which is why He's we don't have oh, so it. <laughs> so actually, I, was, I wanted to talk about that too, is I've heard about the community of rock climbers are very tight because there's this singular activity that folks can talk about and are really, they seem very close. Do you agree with that or do you disagree? I, I would say like within your own social circle of climbers, yes, that's very true. Like most of the weddings I go to are climber weddings. Like most of the people I hang out with are climbers. Like, yeah. what happens at a climber wedding? They climb the cake. It's a, it's a normal wedding. Oh, okay. It's just that everyone's a climber. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> Jason's imagining the bride has a helmet on, and you know she's they, they scaling like chalk yeah, up yeah. before yeah, they yeah, like yeah. put the ring on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, I mean, like you go to a gym on any given like weeknight. I mean, given like in a non-global pandemic scenario, and like the gym is like high school. Like there's relationships forming. Mm. People are talking. People nice. are talking shit. People are Ooh. psyched on each other. Like people are not psyched. It's like a. It's like its own like microcosm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. like, if you're looking for a social but physical activity, a climbing gym's a pretty not bad place to go. You mm-hmm. know, there's a bunch yeah. of fit people going like climbing, and then you like ask people for like help on climbs, and you just meet people. You know, nice. so it's it can be a, quite a social activity. Yeah, yeah. Is it pretty competitive though? Yeah, people are super competitive. Yeah, I'm sure. So oh, there's probably some rivalries and stuff forming on these. Not rivalries, but like you know, you go you go to a, a rock with your homies, and like everyone does it but you, and now it's weird, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> you're all good friends, but in the context of that scenario, you're just like, shit. I hope this guy doesn't do it, like because <laughs> oh. I want to do it. Like I don't want to be the last one who does it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like wow, that's like in the beginning. I think yeah. once you realize that it doesn't really matter. Yeah then who cares? Yeah. But I think there is a lot of that stuff mm, going like on. Like pride. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. When, when did you kind of realize like, oh, this is no longer just an activity that I do. It's now a part of who I am and a part of the life that I'd want to lead. Yeah. So I, when I when I came back to South Bay and I, I started climbing at Planet Granite and then I just built a community there and we started doing, I got really into outdoor climbing to the point I was like going out every week or like mm. twice a month. Um, to these like far destinations and I was having a great time, right? Like it's like, I mean, there's one thing like I love, I'm like kind of an introvert too. So like I love kind of just staying at home and like watching TV with my girlfriend and stuff, but like going out with a bunch of friends to like a, like a remote destination. They're not even that remote anymore, but you go to a place and you climb for a weekend, come back. And I was like, this is, you know, I could, I can do this for the rest of my life. Mm. And COVID tested that, right? So like COVID during like the last 15 months is probably the least excited I have been about rock climbing. Cause like I couldn't go to the uh, gym and right. like it felt weird to like travel and stuff mm-hmm. while yeah, yeah. the stuff was going on. And I, for a brief moment, I was like, you know what? It's cool. Like I like screw climbing. I've done it for 10 years. Like yeah. it's, it's hard. Like I'm just going to start, I started running a bunch mm-hmm. and I was having a fun time. And like, you know, I went to, I lived in Tahoe for seven months and my Whoa. friends, my friend bought a place. And so they invited me and my girlfriend to live there and they have world-class climbing within 10 to 15 minutes. And like, he'd be like, you want to go out? I'd be like, no, I'm going to play World of Warcraft, you know? Like, and <laughs> so for the first time, yeah. And like a year, like 10 years, I was like, I don't want to climb anymore. Like this, I'm okay not climbing. And so then uh, like a couple months ago, the gym opened up and I started climbing again. I was really weak, but then I was like, oh, actually it's kind of fun, fun again. again. Like the, this, the psych was returning. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm like, I don't, you know, I'm not as strong as I once was, but I'm yeah. still having a great time. You know, I just came to the, I went to the gym before coming here, you yeah. know, like I'm nice. making, making time to just go again. And it feels like home. Essentially. Oh, that's good. 
is climbing something that you can do like into an old age yeah like, there's there's evidence of that okay. yeah i mean most yeah so the thing is like you probably aren't gonna bold like bouldering is not a old man's game i would say there's a lot uh-huh. of old people who are good at bouldering but like generally when you're 18 and you're like you're literally recovering like wolf, like wolverine overnight <laughs> then yeah you'll probably climb the hardest things in the world but like yeah, as yeah. you get older like you can you don't have to do the hardest things you can do tall things you can you know get on ropes you know you uh-huh. can start looking at other forms of climbing and that's like i don't know I see. and that stuff is interesting to you yeah yeah Oh, so i just came back from rope climbing. i hated rock for a long time i was like rope climbing stupid it's like you know it's boring uh-huh you know it's just like getting tired or whatever but like you know i've been roping a lot like the last month and oh then, interesting like, i'm gonna go up to town a couple weeks and try something that's like rope specific so I, i've never done that in the 12 years you've only done bouldering then i've roped a little bit but i was never the focus the focus oh. is using when we do like long trips to different places mm. then it would primarily be like bouldering focused i see yeah where's the where are some cool places that you went to go bouldering um so i've been to a lot of places in in the u.s like i've been all the way down to like texas which is like there's a place called the hueco tanks it's like the birthplace of uh u.s bouldering hmm. and i've like we spent a lot of summers up in squamish uh canada it's near Van- like an hour north of vancouver nice. you've gone international to go bouldering that's crazy some of my friends go like south africa is a huge place so like my <laughs> wow. friends go to south africa um, like, you know, you can go to like Europe, Europe has a ton of good bouldering. Wow. So yeah, it takes you to cool places. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't even think to go to, but I guess California is a nice spot to be. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of, it's hard in the Bay area though. Like, I mean, it, it, you were close. Like Yosemite is like, you can get there in three and a half hours, mm. but like, it's different. Like when you're out in Tahoe and you have something you want to do and it's like 15 minutes away, it's a completely different feeling versus like dry like you yeah. know you have to mentally get yeah. prepared drive up friday night wake up do a you whole know, trip like, yeah. do a whole thing and yeah, then if yeah. you don't do what you want to do you like you i've had trips where i've come uh, home i didn't do what i want to do i'm just like depressed you yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah come back monday it's like the ultimate monday blues you're like well, I, I wasted <laughs> yeah. like a hundred dollars in gas to fail. <laughs> but, and then you're on friday you're like let's yeah. go back but it's, <laughs> what's funny though is that you were there for like say seven months because i used to live i the analogy i have is i used to live close to the beach when i was living in la okay. and i'd be like oh I can go to the beach whenever I want. And then you never go to the beach because you're like, I can go to the beach whenever I want. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. I like my girlfriend and I are like, we're trying to look for places we want to live. And for us, like mountain towns are like top of the list. Right. Wow. So oh, we're, like, okay. we're looking yeah. at Tahoe, Truckee. Yeah. We're like looking at Boulder, Colorado. So we both decided like we need to be near the mountains. Like, That's really cool. If we decided to buy a place. Yeah. So your girlfriend climbs as well. Yes. Did you guys meet during climbing? So we actually went to high school together. Oh, she was in speech and debate. Like, oh I mean, really yeah listen whoa what was her event she did duo whoa <laughs> but we, yeah i mean i knew her but we weren't like super close but then i met her at the gym again wow. and then yeah we'd... if i got a dime for every speech innovator who turned into a rock climber i'd have like 20 cents yeah totally also if i had a dime for every speech innovator we had on this podcast we'd have 20 cents i really <laughs> two, three four carry it two factorial four yep that's correct yeah. yes <laughs> wait so the relationship was because you guys climbed like that's a, that's so. a big part of it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And who's better? Um, I've probably climbed harder things, but yeah. just I've been in it longer. But she's when she's on. So there's like a training board called the moon board. Okay. Okay. It's like literally what it is. It's like uh, three pieces of four by eight plywood at a forty degree angle, uh-huh. and there's specific orient hold orientations so that like anyone in the world can put up a board and have the same climbs, right? So it's um. a new training board style is like this. So there's a moon board. It's notoriously hard. Started by this guy, Ben Moon, in, in the UK. And he's like a 
just sat in his dungeon climbing these hard things. <laughs> but the moon board's very popular. And so Crystal, everyone calls Crystal the moon queen. Oh, wow. Yeah, because she's like incredible on this, on this moon board. Like she does these things that a lot of people can't do. Oh, so, interesting. Like, and I would say her upper limit, and I'm not just saying this to be nice. I think she could probably climb harder than I can. Do you, wow. do you think she's burdened, cool. burdened by the talent of her moonboarding? Yes. <laughs> because when she gets on the moonboard, everyone is screaming, Moon Queen. <laughs> Are you serious? And that yeah. doesn't like freak yeah, her I out? I would, they, like the hype behind that yeah, would make yeah. me so nervous. I think nervous. someone calls it, like, in, I think in Mandarin it was like Chang'e. So like people, like it's like literally oh. translates to Moon Queen. So like literally there'll be like 10 people at the gym like, Chang'e, Chang'e. You know? <laughs> so that's a big burden. That's hilarious. I've no, seen her slip the off the start. Of the, that's yeah. the name of the woman on the moon in, in Chinese. Oh, the, like, the one, the jade, the jade princess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know what the yeah, lore is behind, but yeah, someone yeah. started calling her Chang'e. Oh, man, that's hilarious. And they just <laughs> scream it. Like, she, she's in the corner climbing by herself, and, like, people will be like, oh, Chang'e. <laughs> Are there a lot of Asians then there doing the climbing? Well, is there just demographically because the Bay Area has a ton of Asian people? Or a lot of Asian there... people. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, historically it's mostly been a caucasian thing but right that's what i was gonna assume yeah but, yeah but there's a lot of asian people yeah. who climb yeah. i just i just imagine a lot of caucasian people chanting changa at, <laughs> at your girlfriend would be very yeah. is that is that true outside of the bay area that it's like that there's a bunch of asians doing this thing probably in like la i mean anywhere with like a heavy it, demographic of okay. asians yeah. like there's probably gonna be asian climbers yeah, yeah yeah okay so it's not like there's something about like asian people that makes it like oh, yeah makes them yeah. Yeah, it's our more interesting. It's our work ethic. <laughs> True, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, <laughs> comfort with solitude, <laughs> just like intense focus, relentless yeah. pursuit. Uh, <laughs> our our enjoyment of nature from our agrarian society that we were built upon. Yeah, exactly. Really? There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, how small is the community, or how large is the community? Because it does seem like all yeah. climbers I know all know each other. And does it get? crowded like when you go to yosemite and like everybody yeah. wants to do the same rock and you have yeah. a lot of weight like what's, so access yeah, what's issues like now? a huge thing so i mean uh, yeah so the, the thing about climbing now it's like a weird ticky tacky like thing where you want people to climb you want to be you know want everyone to have the same chance to climb but then you go to somewhere like bishop bishop california is an hour south of mammoth and used to be like a it's like a granite quarry um and uh, People basically people who couldn't afford to stay in Mammoth just stay in Bishop. So it was a small town, right? Oh. But it's got world class bouldering. So during good weekends, like mm. it gets flooded with climbers, and so it's not it's not uh, unreasonable to see like you know a parking lot completely packed on a Saturday morning, wow. and like hundreds of people in like a you know a small small like, kilometer maybe circumference area it's like a thousand people wow. so someone actually recently posted a photo on instagram of like what it looked like 25 years ago versus what it looks like now and yeah, like 25 yeah. years ago it was like lush and beautiful because there's only oh. a handful of people going and now like everything's oh, just no. overgrown the oh. rocks are just like grimy like everyone's using like tons of chalk to put on the rocks so like it looks like it looks like shit yeah, yeah yeah so i mean that's like a big problem too it's yeah. like i don't know outdoor climbing you want everyone to try it yeah but like it's hard to like uh, focus on like accessibility and and yeah. you know and look at it from like a conservancy right. point of view. Interesting. It's got to yeah. affect. It's, like, it's the, like Everest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's got to yeah. affect the climb too, right? Because if there's much more friction of people climbing the yeah. rocks, right, that's going to eventually change the feel of everything over the next 20, 30 years. Yeah. So stuff gets greasy, holds break all the time. So like uh, Red Rocks is a place in Vegas that we go to a lot and it's sandstone. And so like after it rains uh, on sandstone, it gets very brittle. Yeah. So like the smart thing to do is to wait, you know, 72 hours, for 96 it hours for uh -huh. it to completely dry out. But, but you try to tell someone who's like traveled from outside of the, yeah, yeah. you know, from that area who came in and has 48 hours of climb 
they're gonna they're climb gonna on it, it. Yeah. yeah and yeah. shit breaks all the time and so it's like once <sighs> it breaks you it, you can't just like re-put the whole yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so a lot of like classic things have broken over the like the last five years and it's it's happening at a more like frequent rate now wow. that's just like a volume thing right and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so are people though finding new places to climb yeah. but it seems like they're retreading the the classics you know places that have historically been very popular um yeah so i mean there's like strong people who are like finding new zones like even in tahoe there's a lot there's like four published giant like 300 page books and like it's like you know maybe 100 areas you can do, go to but people oh. are still finding new zones and going but you know in places like north carolina there's a place called boone it's like probably world-class bouldering but like the locals there are pretty like curmudgeon so they don't actually don't post a lot of stuff i see so now it's like i think there's more of like kind of a movement mm. where people are like less they don't want the hordes of people coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially. Yeah. It's like the Anthony oh, Bourdain effect for these like small restaurants. True, yeah, yeah. Where he talks about one place that has a great salad. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone goes to that crazy. salad place and then yeah, it's yeah. just completely overrun. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, so, yeah, I guess the solution is just to like try to continue finding more stuff, I guess, or? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Otherwise, I feel like, you know, be... I'd be sitting up at a higher place. <laughs> so what do you, would you typically do on a weekend if you had it free? Would you generally go to a newer place or would you go to, you know, Bishop or Tahoe or, you know? I'd probably go to Tahoe. It's just easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the thing about the cool thing about Tahoe is there are these long approaches. So it's like, you know, from the distance from your car to the actual boulder or the area that you want to go to is called an approach. So like Tahoe you know, a lot of it is kind of alpine stuff. So you might have to walk 30, 40, 50 minutes to get to anywhere you want, like to start climbing, right? Uh-huh. So the chances are you can go to this remote area. You won't see anyone the whole day. It doesn't matter how crowded Tahoe gets. I mean, there's oh, areas that are just spread out. Yeah. So you can, you could be by yourself if you want because the, the approach uh-huh. is going to turn a lot of people. Whereas like Bishop, like you drive up roadside, like literally is, it's right there. There's a huge uh, sector, like right. five seconds from the car. So everyone's going to go. So, I mean, I got oh, it. interesting. Yeah. It's good because you get your cardio in too for all that. I used cardio. to hate approach, but now I love them. Yeah. Is it really? Because yeah. is yeah, it the it's a way to get away from people. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, uh, I mean, for a long time, I loved climbing in big groups of people. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, it's it's not like something I like to do. Because well, it was like a show and you, and people were there to watch you. Yeah. People yeah. Yelling, watch Chong you do. Yeah. yeah. Watch <laughs> you do some V10s. Would you say the fact that you don't like big groups, would you call yourself the anti Jason then? Or how would you describe that? Yeah, anti-Jason would work. Okay. Yeah, the least number of people. Right. Uh-huh. And Jason, yeah. um, how would you feel about going to a long approach in your climbing experience? I mean, if there's no audience, I'd like I, I do a pretty good job, honestly, of like pretending like there's an audience when there's no one around. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> even when you're climbing, so or I just can, in general? so I can make up for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Solid. Yeah. You have yeah. a very vivid imagination. If I'm doing anything, yeah, I can. It's easy for me to picture. You like, can place. There's like, people watching me. So then, yeah. why don't you just go to a restaurant by yourself and imagine there's an audience of people watching you eat? <laughs> like, my my eating is not a performance like that's that's a different kind of activity i see yeah right. but if i'm doing something that like that is has a performative aspect to it yeah i can picture people watching me yeah okay nice i'm a weirdo nice yeah. man this is really cool i mean imagine like like the nature and everything it's gotta be kind of nice just getting out yeah imagine. it's cool i mean yeah like it takes you to you'll do and see views that are like awesome and so you kind of get that like hiking fixation yeah. like, covered, right? Yeah, yeah. So I have a lot of friends who, you know, they party in their 20s and now like in their 30s, like want to do more like outdoor type stuff. And like they're posting stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, I get to see this view like all like all the time, just doing what I like like doing. So mm. it feels kind of cool. 
But at the same time, I don't know. Like that's you know, you know, climbing at the end of the day, it's kind of a, like a stupid sport anyway. You know. Okay, like, I, you could say that about anything. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. So, what about um, you mentioned briefly how bouldering or like some rock climbing events are now in the Olympics? Like, what yes. are your thoughts about like, this more competitive side of of the sport? Um, it's pretty cool. So I think they've uh-huh. been trying to get the Olympic or climbing into the Olympics, excuse me, uh, for a while now. And so it was finally approved, um, to be in the 2020 Olympics, which didn't happen, but I guess it's going to still go on in a couple weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, so they, they, it's an interesting thing because usually, um, during the traditional world cups, they'll have different events, right? It's like bouldering, sport climbing, and then speed climbing, which is like, it's just you're going up the same route and seeing how fast you can get up mm-hmm. but there's a call a combined event so like you do all three and then your best average score oh okay so it's is, like a triathlon yeah uh-huh. but is that how people train to do this because this isn't like ninja warrior this isn't yeah <laughs> yeah so now like you have these people who've never speed climbed before like they've spent years like working on speed climbing but so yeah. that they can compete. so that they can compete and hopefully mm-hmm. not get one 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 six yeah, what well, do you <laughs> well, what do you think about that because isn't like the purity of picking one because even you had picked bouldering yeah. over all these other types of climbing yeah so most people have like a specific that they really excel at but mm. but it's kind of cool like it's cool watching these guys like start training and you see their progress right like yeah. the the speed climbing thing i th- it's like a 15 meter wall and like it's literally these same like really weird looking orange holes and like oh. the orientation it's the same thing it's kind of like the moon board in which every, the orientation is all the same yeah and so you're just climbing and like people do it the world record was set a couple weeks ago by these like these i think they're malaysian or singaporean or something uh-huh. they, they did in five seconds oh wow say they're like literally flying <laughs> It's incredible. That's crazy. Yeah. Wait, so do you do you see yourself getting into that no. at all? Like doing I would never doing competition? Try. No. Oh, okay. I'm not good enough. Oh, I see. But yeah. I assume there's like there's probably tournaments or competitions that are not for world class athletes, or is, yeah, it, I mean, or is like, it not big enough yet? There's like more citizen like, comps. I've always been like citizen comps that like the uh-huh. the like the gyms will hold and stuff. I mean, uh-huh. like I I attend those, but it's more for fun. You're not you're not trying really hard to win. I see. I see. For versus like nowadays, like it's a legit Olympic sport, and like there's like oh, a development center in Salt Lake City. So all the strongest kids are there now training. Like wow, yeah, yeah it's cool to watch and like. You know, before, Crazy. if you're a professional climber in the past, it's like you were probably living out of your car. Like the dirtbag term is like a real thing. Like yeah. you're a van dweller. Yeah. You're like working like a, you know, I mean, not all of them, but like, like a I'm, service industry. Job yeah. You're something. probably working to climb. Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of your world is like, I'm, you, you hold a job to go climbing yeah. all the other time. Yeah. But nowadays, like these kids, like, you know, some of them it's are starting corporate. to like, yeah, they're starting to find ads, you know, they're mm. getting sponsored yeah. by, you know, things that aren't just like someone was sponsored by like Ford recently like yeah. the girl oh, wow. brooke is like i saw her like she had like a ford bronco ad yeah yeah um, yeah so she's driving that around so because like, there's like a whole yeah there's like a whole it's just kind of like the, around it that yeah it's kind of like brands the, liking yeah it's like the birth of like an olympic event right mm-hmm. now that there is steam or heat behind it there's yeah. now sponsors and yeah, kind of a little bit more money that's getting thrown away yeah. for sure so i i only expect the kids to get stronger mm-hmm. they're like mutants now like the kids from yeah. now versus like even 10 years ago it's like it's crazy what these kids can do yeah to instill like you'd probably if if and when you have children you'd probably want to instill that yeah because i'll probably just force them to go out nice kind of like how your parents like so would you yeah (laughs) would you force them to do that or would you force them to play cello or Uh, would you force them to play cello while they're climbing probably both they like send (laughs) get to the top (laughs) no i mean just like you know like i have a lot of friends now who are parents and they're climbers and they'll take their kids out and they don't force them it's like if they don't want to climb 
but they'll have them be outside and expose them and to watch, have them the watch. great outdoors. And so yeah, like, yeah. eventually, I think a lot of them have an affinity towards it. That yeah. can't be the worst thing for a kid. Oh, you have to spend time in nature and yeah. watch cool things and happen like and out, you know? be exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I assume. Yeah. 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 Um, awesome. Yeah. This was yeah. This was very. This was great. What a what a crazy deep dive into we, this whole world. Yeah, I knew uh, officially zero things about climbing, and we ended up talking about it a lot longer than I was expecting. So, well, you watch Free yeah. Solo. That's like a pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm basically a climber if I saw yeah, Free Solo. I think exactly. No, I mean it's a really good movie. It is. But yeah, I'm yeah. basically a climber though. Oh yeah, haven't yeah, watched yeah. that movie. Yeah. I felt stronger after watching it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you? You're yeah. like you're like Dora. I'm thinking about going to eat at a restaurant by myself. <laughs> One of these days I will maybe give it a try. I'll think yeah. about it. Just start with like Taco Bell or something, you know, just grab it and eat it in the other room by yourself. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, no, wait, what? <laughs> you don't like, you've never he, eaten by yourself. He's saying, no, 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 like, I'll, okay. I will eat by myself like at home. Well, yeah, because right? it's like, your or, home. Or, or a, yeah, yeah. Or in a, in a, in a place where no one else is around, I can eat by myself. But if I'm, I will, I have not never eaten by myself in a restaurant. Ever. 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 You've never, like, in college, say it's 2 a.m. No, 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 no. Because in college, if that was the case, I would just bring the food home. If I could give you a homework assignment, just (laughs) go eat at a restaurant by yourself. Just see, like, what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I like I'd, how this is how we're closing out the rock climbing segment <laughs> of the episode as we're talking about Jason just, eating it by himself. Yeah, just getting on my case about this. Yes. Give, give me an assignment and sure. I'll, I'll do my best, yeah. I'll try to send it. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, there you go. Nice. Yeah, you're like the strad of That's that the term. lingo. <laughs> Great. So we've just learned so much from you and now we are going to teach you something in the form of a pop quiz! <laughs> Yay. Okay, cool. So we're going to give you a few games to play. The first game is called uh, Top 5. Top 5. What are your top five tips for strong fingers? All right. First one would just be to climb, if you're into that. Okay. Um, The second one, and, you know, we could talk about that in more detail, is just you can hangboard. Uh Uh-huh. Which, again, is literally the pursuit of holding your hands <laughs> on a wooden frame for seconds or minutes at a time. Uh-huh. Um, three, four, and five. <laughs> <laughs> you know, lump them? Uh, no. So, three would probably be, you know, you can do traditional forms of, like, weightlifting. I would say, like, deadlifting. Um, oh, or actually, like, I, I didn't or think about that. Other that... kind of weight, trift, weight training is, like, you're not going to be very specific on the fingers, but your forearms will get stronger. Oh, yeah, okay. it's all kind yeah, of yeah. interconnected. Actually, deadlift you some like sometimes you do have to hang it. Yeah. Your fingers, so like so. a lot of people have to use like the straps and stuff, right? When you're getting really heavy, yeah. Because you, you know, that's true. Um, four, I would say do your antagonist training. So it's like you know, if you're working on your forearms, it's like built up of a, a bunch of different muscles, and so when you're hanging, like you're only using a certain set of your muscles. So you want to do like the extensors, which you know like really low weights and going the other direction. So it's like kind of like it's oh, not it's like, yeah, it's, like your yeah. lower it's a balancing act. It's yeah. like your lower back. If you do oh, a lot of sit ups, you should actually do like the yeah, exactly. opposite stretching. Yeah, exactly. So it's thing. like it's like working your biceps and your triceps. I or see. Your, I see. Your yeah, deltoids yeah. and your shoulders and whatever. I don't know all the yeah. the opposites. Wow. And five is probably rest. I don't know. Just like after you do all oh. the stuff, like resting is very important. Oh, that's wow. a that's a good one. That's like yeah. a good out one for. Yeah, yeah, it really yeah. Was what's your top four? Because five rest. Yeah. That's a good answer. So like if you're doing all that stuff, like you're gonna get stronger, but like. 
as everyone says, is like, you know, you're making the gains when you're resting. And so a lot of people uh, just push themselves to the edge because they, they're seeing gains and stuff and, you know, one day too many and then, you know. Mm. I thought you were going to say, like, play a stringed instrument. I don't think it helped at all. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. But you're like... I was terrible it, it's at so playing. It's so many, like, it's fingers. and Yeah, but you're like pressing, like the amount of weight you're putting on your... It's so light. It's so light, yeah. Wow, that's right. It's so light. <laughs> yeah, once you once you hangboard, you know it changes yeah, you. you hangboard, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Next time you play the guitar, once you start climbing, you can just puncture yeah, through just, with you, your you fingers rip, straight through the string, straight through the neck of the, the guitar, yeah. Out, yeah. snap it right off. <laughs> I did. I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna buy like I'm a steel best. neck guitar so yeah. you can't break through it. That's why they invented those guitars. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, for the climber yeah. guitarist. Excellent job. That was those are really well thought answers. And yeah, that was awesome. I'm really glad that no, string quite. instruments was not on the top five because I don't think anyone was really thinking about that. But yeah, good job. You passed that first part of the test. Thank All you. right. Okay. Great. All right. So let's do either or. Let's do either or. Yeah. Then. Here we go. Violin or viola? Violin. Ooh. That was really fast. Why? I just years of being told that violin's better, right? Violin's better. <laughs> I mean, it does. Nobody viola, starts off. Viola's with the viola. got a bad rap. Yeah, yeah it's got a bad rap. Does I don't it know, really? I don't yeah, know if it's it true or not. Oh, but shit. why? What's the reasoning? People are like people who can't make it to first yeah, chair yeah. violin. If you can't hack it as a they violinist, go to viola. You play viola. Wow. Is, yeah. the, is the thinking? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Man. Whether yeah, it's yeah. true or not, I don't know. And people who can't hack it as a cellist like end up playing upright bass, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh-uh. Cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, here we go. Dogs that shed or dogs that bark? Dogs that shed. Oh. Lily does both, and the shedding, I can vacuum up, but I can't vacuum up her bark. <laughs> You're vacuuming it up with your yeah. ears. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Adam Andra or Alex Honnold? Alex Honnold. Okay. Yeah. Because he's just a, bit, a better... I don't know either. Just, of these people I feel really. like if I were in a room with both of them, Alex Hahn would be a, a more pleasant person to spend time with. Oh, interesting. Why, why is Adam Andra known to be a little antagonistic? Or no, he's just. I mean, his he's famous for doing the hardest routes in the world, but he also screams a lot. You know. Oh, he's intense. He's very intense. I mean, so is oh, Alex. Okay. But I mean, Alex quite he, intensity. He has a podcast. I would suggest you guys listen to it if you want to know a lot more about the history of climbing. Ooh. It's oh, called like cool. uh, something 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 gold. Uh-huh. But I'll look it up. It's he's he's a very well-read guy and he's very smart. So like I, he'd be cool to hang out with. Cool, nice. Yeah. You have you met either of these people? I've met Alex in passing. Like I've seen him out in Bishop and stuff. So oh, that's, oh, cool. that's yeah. awesome. Cool. All right. Squamish or Yosemite? Squamish. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Really? Nice. I'd buy a house in Squamish. We joked about it in 2015. Well, like buying a house yeah, in Squamish, yeah, yeah. and the housing prices have like tripled since. Whoa! We've, we've so it's too late. It. It's too late. You should totally still do that. I'm gonna I, try. I feel next like year. it's nice, like just to have an exit strategy to to maybe have a house somewhere else. You mean outside yeah. of California, <laughs> outside of the United States? Yeah, oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, like a doomsday scenario. But Canada's close. Yes. Like Squamish is close to the border, so it's like isn't that a good thing? Yeah, but I think it's more of like so a government. Can, so you can it's get more oh, like okay. a government. You can get thing. there more easily. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You don't want to be like so remote that like you can't like walk or drive there, right? So all the billionaires like, are going to like New Zealand or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, but that's and Singapore. That's if you're like, Chinese. I mean, they have the means to like get there. Get there. In the <laughs> worst case, right? They have a yeah. boat or a plane or both. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, original oratory or original prose and poetry? Probably OPP because you. That's right. You delivered. I delivered a third place state <laughs> qualifier finish for me. 
<laughs> was that the best you did? You must have at least. You I must have semied won at some... Berkeley. Oh, that's it was nice. pretty good. Yeah, and that's I was like, nice. apparently, I was like two spots away from finals. Nice. Mm. Yeah. What was your event? Uh, it was original oratory <laughs> prose and poetry. <laughs> Got it. Okay. It was OOPP. <clears throat> On the record, Lloyd prefers what I do <laughs> to what you do. All right. Last one. Very important. Okay. Jason or Kelsey? <sighs> I'll, I'll go with Jason because I've uh, known. Of course. I've known him yes. for what? I mean, how long have I known you? Since I was 13. It's been almost three, 30 years. It's been oh my, 20 years. Not oh my 30. I'm goodness. not 43. It's <laughs> been so long. You look Holy great smokes. for a 43 yeah, year old. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Wow. I never did the math on that. That is like, that is yeah. really long. Yeah. 13. I, that's, that's incredible. I'm okay with that answer because I think partially you feel bad the fact that he cannot eat by himself. That's true. Is yeah. that what it is? <laughs> So that, I'll, you know what I'll, I'll give yeah Jason no no good take this one good, good job I'm definitely taking this good one job. because we've recorded it. like eight or nine of these episodes now and Lloyd is the first person to actually make a choice yeah that's true everyone else has been like eh, I can't pick you know yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, exactly. both of you are okay yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so I appreciate yeah. you should feel. I appreciate the candor. Mine was more, yeah, more more like a function of length of time. Yeah, you should mm-hmm. feel empowered. Oh, I, don't, I don't care what it is. Yeah, you yeah. said my name. Yeah. yeah, I think for Jason, a win is a win. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, I'll grub. All right, good work. That's either or. Sweet, excellent, excellent. Yeah. Wow, Lloyd is crushing it. Lloyd, you're doing so well. Thank you. <laughs> so, fact or fiction, and we're gonna call this the Gordon and Betty Moore edition. I am going to give you. Uh, a few facts about your employer. So you better watch yourself. And you were going to compete against Jason okay. to see... Head to head. Uh, this is where it ends for you. Yeah. I'm going to get fired against- tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to p- compete against Jason. I'm going to read you a fact about Gordon and Betty Moore. And you need to tell me whether it's true or false. I'm going to start. Betty Moore was born in Las Gatas and grew up on a fruit ranch. True or false? I'm going to give you guys three seconds, yeah. and you give me your answers out loud on three. One, two, three. True. true. The answer is true. Nice. Good work. Yeah. She also went to Las Gatas High School, which yeah. is where oh, wow. your wife went to. No, briefly. that's not true. That is where she would have gone to had <laughs> she, she not gone to high, high school, school with us. <laughs> I thought she went for like a first, like for <laughs> freshman year at some point. No? no. She never went to Las Gatas High School? Did no. her sister go to Las Gatas High School? Her sis- both of her sisters did, yeah. Okay, so then I was like, so did Brian, our. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Brian Lee. Oh, yeah. Brian Lee. Hey, Brian Lee. Shout outs to you. Shout outs to you. Yeah, Brian Lee. Hey, Brian Lee. Happy Father's Day. Right? Yeah. New dad right there. Lee. (laughs) Right? Inside jokes. Don't know who he is. All right. Next fact or fiction question. Gordon Moore was born in Pescadero and grew up there where his father was a county sheriff. True or false? On three. One. Two, three. False. false. The answer is false. Wow, we're we're crushing this. Yeah. Gordon Moore, you guys are like looking into each other's eyes and being like, <laughs> "You got it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're on a wavelength yeah. here." Yeah. Are you doing some Morse code with your eyes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's false. Gordon Moore was born in San Francisco, California, and grew up near Pescadero, where his father was the county sheriff. Oh, so wow. Yeah. Okay. So some Bay Area yeah. products. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Next question. Gordon Moore met his wife, Betty, while attending UC Berkeley. True or false? On three. One, two, three. False. You say false? You say true? Yes. Ooh, here we go. The answer is false. Uh, 
He, he didn't go to Berkeley. Huh? Moore mm-hmm. met his wife, Betty yeah. Irene Whitaker, while attending San Jose State College. Yeah. He oh, met wow. her before transferring from San Jose State to UC Berkeley, where he earned a BS degree in chemistry. Mm-hmm. Betty earned her bachelor's degree in journalism from San Jose State in 1949 and married Gordon the following year. Oh, wow. Way to be employed by them, bro. Thank you. <laughs> Good job. Excellent. Yeah. All right. So I'm losing. This All is right. the last question. This is going to be. You're, you're going for a tie. I'm going, for, going okay. for the tiebreaker. Right. Yeah. That's right. All right. Intel Corporation was co founded by Gordon Moore and Robert Noyce. It was originally started as Moore Noyce Electronics. True or false? On three. One, two, three. False. false. Oh, well, okay. Well, well, I, <laughs> oh, I, I don't even game. need to tell you whether that's it's true game. or false. <laughs> it's over. The answer is false. Okay, nice. Intel yeah. was originally started as NM Electronics. Morse and Noyce quickly rejected Morse more noise what? near this homophone is, is a, for more noise a, an ill-suited name for an electronics company since noise in electronics is usually yeah that's what i was gonna say that's such yeah. a funny like naming more more, more noise, noise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah speaking of um l- using last names in like in in business names did you know that smart and final is, is, is named name after or? The two founders' last names. Smart. Really? Smart and fun. Mr. Are you Smart, serious? Mr. Final. Yeah. Wow. That's shocking to me. That is shocking. I feel like that's crazy. They're not even like, like pen names or anything that, or whatever? No, no, no. Like, that's they're like their actual, actual names. And that wow. worked out like really well for them. Do you think <laughs> that they intentionally tried to find each other to create this company? Oh, yeah. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like a smart who had a great idea, and he's like, I yeah. need to find. I need to find. Someone. I need to find someone, someone that yeah. works with. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. His last name's Final. Imagine if it's like Frank Burrito is looking for. House. Tim, Tim, Tim House. Tim <laughs> Burrito House. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got it. I was trying to think of that other yeah. one. Yeah. Well, good job, Lloyd. Wow, Lloyd. You, 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 tr- you trounced, if you you're, don't mind me saying, you're Jason. The floor. Yeah. Wow. yeah, by one point. By one point. Yeah. That was good. Wow. That was close. All right. So he, this is our, our closer here, our, our, our last event. And it's called Won't You Haiku. Right, so this is a group activity. We're gonna write a haiku together. Okay, Lloyd, you'll you'll take the first line. Kelsey, with the five seven five, right? It is five seven five. Okay, and I'll take the last line here. And we are going to write a haiku about rock climbing. So I have to start. I just say my five. Mm -hmm. Do I get a second to? No, yeah. Take take all the time you need. I'll just edit out the silence. (laughs) (laughs) This is hard. This is the hardest thing we've done today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he wasn't been thinking it goes, folks, until it goes, you said yeah, it. It goes, in case folks don't see what happened. <laughs> Lloyd literally just counted the number of syllables in bouldering. Bouldering. It is three. Thank just you. to give you the answer. Yeah. I swear if it's bouldering is something, I'm gonna be pretty <laughs> upset. I'm gonna be I'm pretty close. upset. I got bouldering is hard, but I don't know if that's I like, knew yeah. it. But that's a good closer. It's like the five, the, the... Mm, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Jason, <laughs> yep, yep. It's my back pocket. High, high stakes it. for you. <laughs> Hands. Hands are hurt again. Wow. Oh, this is poetic. Yes. Hands are hurt again. The smooth rocks make me feel strong. Bouldering is hard. I hate you, <laughs> son of a you bitch. Are, come on! <laughs> so, son of a bitch. So historically, he does a lot of the heavy lifting. He okay. will, he, like, yeah. generally... The last the, line is tough. The guests and I 
don't mesh as well historically yeah. on the haiku, mm. but Jason will tra- generally try to close it. I actually did one that connected yeah. to his, yeah, and, and you, then, and then mine connected to both of yours. I think that was that was a beautiful job. Garbage. No, it was mm. beautiful. You took my work. You plagiarized, you just plagiarized like I plagiarized your... off your OPP. Okay, yeah, so we're, we're, we're fair. Yeah. We're better, square now. You better go my dad has rebuilt. Yeah, exactly. You better go eat at a Taco Bell by yourself. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. As, <laughs> as payment, I will I will eat alone and cry. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful, well, beautiful boy, work. I think, yeah. you, I think you got the hat trick here. I think you, you aced all the questions. Those were all the, the quizzes we were going to ask you, so well done. Perfect, thank well you. Well done. Yeah. I think that's that's it for the interview. Jason, did what did you learn about yourself, about rock climbing, about Lloyd? Man, I learned quite a bit cuz as we've said multiple times like I really had no idea of what rock climbing was. Um it's something that Lloyd's always like asked me to to do with him and I'm, I've have no interest. Have you ever gone um, with him? No, I've never gone rock climbing period yeah like i've done like some some walls you know at like summer camps and stuff like that but but never been to a gym high sierra high sierra yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. shout out boy scouts shout out to scouts boy scouts of america (laughs) 2494 if you guys are still out there yo 581 (laughs) what what camp high sierra why (laughs) why kelsey get on this level you gotta get on the level. I don't know. I gotta, I, gotta cli- I gotta, I gotta climb pretty low to get to that level. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta well, rack it up. These are good ideas for your, for your son in the, f- in the yeah. future. You yeah. know? Hi, Sierra. Good, ac- good activities. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah. Boy Scouts of America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, there you yeah, go. You that's can, actually that's, what it is. That yeah. is. I know. Yeah. That's it. Um. Yeah. I don't even remember what I was saying, but um, <laughs> what did you learn? Goodness. I mean, I beyond learning a lot about just like rock climbing, I thought it was really nice to hear about how Lloyd got into it because yeah. you know I, I have known Lloyd for a really long time and that part of the story I didn't actually know about mm-hmm. and the fact that he got on the bus 40 minutes yeah. back and forth every day by himself yeah. in college it was just like that's some like true like dedication yeah, and yeah. like a true yeah passion for for the sport and I think that's really commendable um it's cool because there's like this story that um, my dad always remembers about Lloyd. Because mm-hmm. you know how like dads will always just remember one yes, random one factoid yeah. and it could mm-hmm. be like a sixth grade moment yeah. for one of your friends. Um, so his story for Lloyd uh, is that we went on tour for, oh for orchestra. And when you're on tour for like with a musical group, like a lot of times you're traveling by tour bus, mm-hmm. right? Um, and my dad's memory of Lloyd is just, is he would climb in the bus like he would ho- hold onto the luggage like racks the at sides. the top and just like yeah. hang from there and like do like flips and things Whoa. like while the bus is moving and um i forgot about that yeah yeah, yeah. i so, thought you're gonna bring up the time that i got food poisoning you left me to die in the hotel room but oh yeah yeah that's my memory of you <laughs> okay. that, i don't know if my dad ever <laughs> was aware of that but um but yeah whenever i bring up lloyd that that's the story that inevitably comes up mm-hmm. in his mind and yeah. i feel like yeah that was like the birth of Lloyd the climber, probably oh, wow. right. Like okay. yeah, so there was there's always there was always, always there. like a little yeah, yeah, a hint of something there. Yeah, and imagine so if you guys yeah. just went by car, then you might not be climbing at all. You yeah. might be wheelchair. Oh, oh, that's Formula One mean, yeah. racing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sick. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thanks to that tour bus, um, yeah, we have Lloyd the way he is today. Nice. Yeah, so th- that's yeah. that's my takeaway. Very cool. 
How about you? I learned, and I don't think it's necessarily something that I learned, but I don't know if I've done anything where I know to the level that you probably do for bouldering. Yeah, yeah. Where I could just be like, did you know that when you get the moon board and fingers and... <laughs> The, like you were like oh like, a, like an eight like an eight yeah. millimeter blah i'm like dude, i can't i couldn't even tell you how tall i am in inches or something like that yeah, so yeah. it's cool to see that there is a pastime out there that kind of unifies this passion that you might have with like a very technical aspect which i'm still looking for i would love to find something like that that kind mm-hmm. of engages me physically but also kind of you know extends that also into like yeah i should get stronger to do this or i should do all these other activities to mm-hmm. make my pastime that i'm really passionate about better yeah 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 and so uh i would i hope to find something that that i would like as much as you enjoy bouldering so yes maybe it's it's climbing for you too like you you know like everyone's journey is like pretty individual like the terminology largely remains the same but you're like your whole journey is kind of like what you make of it so yeah for sure yeah so well then um yeah lloyd how about you was this was this stimulating conversation like helpful? Or did you, you learn nothing? Did you learn anything from us? Did you learn something about yourself? Uh, well, this is like the first time I've probably had this in depth of a conversation about climbing with two people who aren't climbers. So, like my work, uh-huh. it's like I am the resident rock climber. So when people when people saw free solo, they would do the same thing. You know, they would like come mm. up to me like, "Oh, I saw free solo this weekend." So it'd be like a point of contact and within this world that i think i'm like pretty in in deep with but then the conversation would be pretty like cursory and like not that in depth so it was kind of nice to talk to people um you know who aren't necessarily that involved in climbing but you guys have an interest and and i listen to myself i'm like wow i sound absurd right now like this sounds stupid and i've invested so much of my life doing this for the past 10 years like wow it's not a good use of my time wow that's really not the intent yeah, wow. <laughs> we, we're hoping to be more spiritually uplifting rather than a reevaluation yeah. of your life choices yeah. so yeah so i mean but it was it was cool to talk about it and like you guys seem interested and so i mean just i'm happy to talk about it with anyone you know so yeah. yeah it was cool yeah awesome i had a great time awesome well yeah thank you so much for taking the time to like be here with us and um most importantly thank you for being a friend for all these years yeah and yeah want to say thanks to everyone listening like we really appreciate you all yes we do yeah want to wish everyone a great week thanks everyone bye 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 (laughs) this has been jason and kelsey have friends Executive produced by Dora. Talent managed by Kelly. Design and artwork by Hobby at madebyhobby.com. Theme song by Jason. Questions? Comments? Send us an email at jasonandkelsey at gmail.com or visit us at jasonandkelsey.com. If you haven't already, please rate and subscribe everywhere, multiple times. 